Hello, and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and I love explosive stories. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. So each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories, with a trigger warning for some 1600s era method of execution. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today, in 1605, Robert Catesby and a group of English Catholics banded together and attempted to assassinate King James I and blow up the Houses of Parliament. Though they failed, the gunpowder plot became known as Guy Fawkes Day and spawned a plethora of legends. The overarching goal of the plot was to end the persecution of Roman Catholics by the English government. They also hoped to replace the Protestant government with Catholic leadership. But let's reverse. The backstory of the plot goes all the way back to Henry VIII and Queen Elizabeth I. Elizabeth had continued the belief system of Henry VIII and Edward VI and made England a Protestant country that was dangerous for Catholics. They were consistently threatened with persecution and death. As Elizabeth grew older, Catholics hoped that James VI, her successor, who was married to a Catholic and had a Catholic mother, would make the country more hospitable for Catholics. In the beginning of his reign, James VI did lift restrictions on Catholics, but he reversed the policy after less than a year due to pressure from the Protestants. And that's when Robert Catesby decided to try and get revenge. A fellow rebel, Thomas Percy, leased a home nearer to the House of Lords, the second chamber of the UK Parliament. The original plan was to dig underneath the House of Lords and bury the gunpowder, but that plan underwent some unexpected changes. Something called the uh, outbreak of the bubonic plague, an extremely deadly disease spread by bacteria in flea bites, and it delayed the opening of Parliament until later that fall. During the delay period, the rebels discovered a vacant church crypt beneath the ground floor of Parliament, so they decided to place their gunpowder stores there instead of digging underground. Thomas Percy leased the undercroft, and Guy Fawkes posed as his assistant, calling himself John Johnson. The plan was set for success, until someone tipped off a one Lord Monteagle. He received an anonymous letter about a week before the plan was set to commence, warning him to stay away from the House of Lords on the day of the attack. He took the news to the king, who ordered the rooms under the parliament to be searched. And that's how Guy Fawkes was found just after midnight on November 5th, caught red-handed with 36 barrels of gunpowder. Fawkes was arrested and tortured and ended up giving up the identities of the other men involved in the plot. Everyone involved ended up captured and killed. Fox was supposed to be hung, drawn, and quartered. But on his way up to the hanging post, he jumped off and broke his neck, dying instantly. This was kind of lucky for him because being hung, drawn, and quartered involved having your limbs cut off, beheading, and disembowelment. Catesby and the rest of the conspirators were caught on the run at Holbesh House in Staffordshire, where they were all killed in a shootout with the government police. Guy Fawkes Night is still celebrated in London with bonfires, fireworks, and a now ubiquitous mask based on the Guy Fawkes face. The date became a British holiday and was memorialized with a quotable poem, of which I will now do my best to reenact. 
Remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Guy Fox, Guy Fox, twas his intent to blow up the king in parliament. Three score barrels of powder below to prove old England's overthrow. By God's providence, he was catched with a dark lantern and a burning match. Holler boys, holler boys, let the bells ring. Holler boys, holler boys, God save the king. And what should we do with him? Burn him. In 1982, British writer Alan Moore decided to use Guy Fawkes as his inspiration for a new comic, V for Vendetta. He used these actual events of the past to create a dystopian future post-nuclear war wherein an anarchist attempts to overthrow a fascist government in Britain. The character, V, wears a Guy Fawkes mask and tries, like Guy Fawkes, to blow up Parliament. In 2005, the comic series was adapted into film, though Alan Moore denied that he was consulted on the process and said that he considered the screenplay to be rubbish. Like the comic series, the film focused on an alternative future, where a neo-fascist totalitarian regime has taken over the United Kingdom. Europe has been ravaged by a virus, which uh, hits a little close to home in a modern rewatch, and in this hellscape alternative future, politician opponents, immigrants, and other undesirables are imprisoned. V, dressed in a Guy Fox mask and played by Hugo Weaving, tries to create a revolution through terrorist acts around the city. He also trains his protege, Evie, played by Natalie Portman. Though the parallels to Guy Fox and the gunpowder plot are obvious, creators of the film said that they were also inspired by Margaret Thatcher's conservative governing in the 1980s. Originally, the film was set to be released on November 5th, but production problems set it back four months to St. Patrick's Day weekend. It took the top spot at the box office when it opened, earning $25.6 million in its first few days. And now for our music fact. Today, in 1971, Elvis Presley began a 15-date North American tour at the Metropolitan Sports Center in Minneapolis. After Elvis's performance ended, fans wouldn't stop screaming for an encore. To quell the screaming announcer... Al Dvorin said, Elvis has left the building. It became a well-known catchphrase and can even be found in memes today. And now for our final segment of the day, I'll be going through my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a November 5th in my life. On November 5th, 2018, I designed a small drawing um, with it's it basically it's a geometric plum blossom, and if you've seen it on any of my merch, you know what I'm talking about. There's two items that have it. There's a beanie, and then there was a shirt that we made, and it was the first time I got to design a beanie for my merch store. And my merch store for MXM Tune has now become something I'm really proud of, just because I think that all of the shirts and the different things that I sell on it are really cool and unique. But I think that was one of the first items that I was like, this, I can imagine people actually wearing this. This is so crazy. So I was really excited about it. And that is all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can listen tomorrow and through all of November and the rest of the year. And if you please, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and you can follow along at 365 Days MXM Tune on your preferred social media platforms. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Bye.